This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 559 of Horse Tip Daily. A different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Today's tip is brought to you by EquestrianCollections.com for a world of choices in equestrian shopping. Hi, Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. Today's tip is from Reese Kofler-Stanfield, international dressage competitor. Reese is a young and upcoming star in dressage here in the U.S. and a popular coach and clinician. Her students are dressage enthusiasts as well as event riders who are out to improve their dressage scores as well as their overall performances. Today's tip is about improving your horse's trot. But first, a word from today's sponsor, Equestrian Collections. EquestrianCollections.com has everything for the horse lover from A to Z. Ariat footwear to Zox socks, Amigo blankets to Zilco strap goods. They carry an astounding array of name brand products. And they offer unlimited flat fee shipping options if you're the indecisive type. Stop by EquestrianCollections.com for a world of choices delivered right to your door. Now, enjoy today's tip. And Reese Kuffler-Stanfield is here with us today to solve all of our ills. No, no, sorry. <laughs> I would I, love to. Pressure. <laughs> I know, I'm Actually, nervous. I think today we are going to be talking about um, troublesome trots. And I'm going to take notes on this one because um, Beaker does have a troublesome trot from my point of view. He thinks his trot's just lovely. It's the same <laughs> trot he's been using for 15 years. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. It, it could be a little better. There's yes. room for improvement. So I'm going yes. to perk my ears and get out my pen for this. So uh, what have you got for us to improve those troublesome trots? Well, I think um, uh, one of the things that is a huge no-no is when people trot around and around and around and around. And they keep trotting. And so their horse becomes fitter, but their trot gets worse. Big problem, especially in my business when I coach eventers. I coach a lot of eventers. uh, so Who have rather high-energy horses. Yes, and thoroughbreds being in Lexington, Kentucky. Lots of of thoroughbreds, and I love thoroughbreds. uh, But they don't don't often come with fantastic trots. They don't. But remember, whenever you want to find a horse, you want a really good walk and a really good canter because we can improve the trot. Ah, so if you've got a gait that – is it that it's – Easier to improve trots or more difficult to improve walks? Oh, walks are tough. <laughs> That's is a it, whole other tip. Is, tip so, so walks, the walk is a very, very difficult to... It is the hardest gait to fix. Oh. And a canter, you know, you can do more than the canter than you can the walk. But really, at the end of the day, the walk that the horse has and the canter that they have is pretty this, much it. This doesn't bode well. Oh, that's My, not good. Because, well, <laughs> well he has a fantastic walk. Yes. Um, he maybe just needs some balance and strength in the canter. Having <laughs> I mean, not seen Beaker, there is hope. <laughs> no, actually, Be- Beaker is lovely. Beaker has spent many, many years being a um, tool around the National Forest trail horse. Nice. And so he just carried his body wherever. Mm-hmm. It didn't matter. 
<laughs> but the canner, he probably didn't canner very much. Well, so. he didn't canner. He gallops. Yes. Boy, can he go fast. Yeah. For yeah. such a teeny weeny horse. Yeah. <laughs> with his neck like a giraffe. Yeah. It's amazing how fast a horse can go with his neck. Straight yeah. Up. That's just not comfortable. It, it's not comfortable at all. It, it's effective. Right. I can I can keep up with the master of foxhounds just yes. fine. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> but it lacks comfort and it makes jumping a little difficult. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so yeah. with Beaker, we'd want to work on more of the th- you know the three B canner and and with balance. But I would have a feeling that a trot would also be kind of troublesome. It is. But yeah, and that's okay. That's okay. okay. Trots, so trots, trots, trots are trots okay. are okay. We can so work. Don't on go trots. round and round and round. Don't go round and even on. thinking about it. Right, because number one, that doesn't increase strength of the horse's back at all, especially mm-hmm. if you're around and around an arena. Mm-hmm. Um, if a horse has a troublesome trot, uh, I have a wonderful horse that is in training with me, and she is a Frisian walking horse, and I love her. But trotting of those two breeds is the most difficult. So what I started with her is, when she came in for training, she's not very fit, number one. Mm-hmm. So she went and walked a bunch of hills, walking on contact, being round in the frame, mm-hmm. and having to push from behind. Because she needed strength behind. So she didn't slog up and down the hills. Right. She walked. Yes. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. For, for, for the first uh, two weeks, it was 10 minutes. And then we got to 12 minutes. And then we got to 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it's a lot of hard work for them to push up the hill. So we started with that. And then in the arena work, uh, I was very cognizant of I wanted to have more power and a bigger stride. Those were my plans. Got it. Okay, and again, with the trot, you have to see if I, if you have kind of that thoroughbred short choppy trot, mm-hmm. you want to do everything you can that when you trot, you are not in the short choppy trot. Got it. Okay, and don't do it for hours because it, it, does, it won't improve. It'll only get worse. So, again, with, with my mare, we had a very clear plan. Okay, we're going to walk up hills. Then when we come in the ring, when she trots, she is going to trot with power. And that was big. So I was always cognizant to the fact that when she lost her big trot and she start her kind of shuffle, that we would do a transition, okay, to walk, then a turn on the forehand, it, which is an excellent exercise. Turn on the forehand should be an exercise that every horse does. All my adventures do it and all my dressage horses do it. And the turn on the forehand is where you flex the horse to the inside, put your inside leg on, and you're going to push the haunches around the front end. So the the front end is the center of the clock, and their fanny is the outside ends of the little hands going around the clock. Yeah, yeah, okay. exactly. Right. And so that what that does is it increases lateral flexion, brings that inside hind leg more under, mm-hmm. and the horse has to bend in their rib cage. And then I would do a transition to trot, and I would hopefully be able to trot a circle with her in a big Big trot. Big trot with activity, um, swing in her back, and then I would do a transition, and then I would do that again. Now, if your horse doesn't know how to do a turn on the forehand, I would start with teaching that horse a turn on the forehand. And that is a pretty basic exercise for for a dressage horse. Um, It also encompasses leg yielding. Mm -hmm. I want my horse to yield off my leg. And I think in pretty much every discipline, there's some sort of, the move horse away from your needs leg. to move away from the leg. It's yeah. a pretty basic technique. Uh, I have a couple rules. My horses have to go forward off my leg. My horses have to stop off my leg. And my horse have to move away from my leg. Those are sort of my basic. Boy, jeez, you're tough. I know, I'm so tough. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it's all about control. And that's really what dressage is. And, and you, can, you can put those different r- kind of rules mm-hmm. um, 
on, on any discipline, really. So um, having the horse yield, being able to move away from the leg slightly, get that inside hind leg more under, get to a little bit more bend in the rib cage, will help the trot. So I would, let's say, start in the walk, and I would do my little leg yield, or a little push away, push the horse out of the circle, and then to do a transition to trot, trying to keep that same feeling the horse is bending around my leg. And then when I lost the power, I would come back, do a transition, and yield again. So you're trying to get, when you're going from walk Mm -hmm. to trot, you go from a good quality walk to a good quality transition to a good quality trot. Right. Versus a very common scenario, which is good quality walk, crappy transition, crappier trot. Right. So if the transition Mm -hmm. creates a horse that is in a shape that he's familiar with and therefore creates a bad trot. Right. So I guess the lesson here is if you can't get from walk to trot in a good balanced shape. Right. Then you don't need to be trotting for 45 minutes. Correct. You need to go from walk to trot, trot. and walk to trot and walk to trot. Right. Until you can get the transition right. Exactly. Exactly. Aha. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So transitions are key. Right. Key. Now, I've seen this technique a lot with, with different riders and on different in different disciplines. You have a horse that's got an okay trot. Mm-hmm. And you're getting the transition pretty well. Um, but... You go and you get, okay, nice walk, pretty nice transition, pretty nice trot. Oh, we're losing the trot a little bit. Can you also do that same process of transition from um, working trot to medium trot? In other words, uh, middle of the road trot to really, really big trot and then back to middle of the road trot again. Absolutely. doesn't that work the same groups of uh, mental muscles? Yeah, no, that's, that's great. I mean, I th- in transitions are your key. And that the, what you're talking about is a transition within the gate, and those are perfect. They are wonderful, and it's another way to get that trot better. I would always say I would caution that when you want your horse to move forward from your leg and transition into a bigger trot, let's say it's a working trot um, to a medium trot, when that when that occurs, or, or it would be a lengthening in, in the mm-hmm. lower levels dressage, um, when that occurs, you want to make sure that the horse doesn't get faster. That happens a lot. Again, you're preparing, and it's a transition. So that has to the mm-hmm. from working trot to a lengthening. You have to prepare that transition. Mm-hmm. So that's critical. So if the horse just starts to run, that gives you another thing to fix because that's going to also lead to oh, more stress. such a good yeah more stress more stress willikers I know more stress. So so again, you want to. I'm not a fan of going around and around. If if I can't get the working to lengthening then I would go in from working just a little bit more, maybe not all the way to a lengthening, mm-hmm. so that I'm working toward that next step of my trot. Right. So if you're um, working with a horse that isn't going to be a dressage horse for a living and mm-hmm. a rider who isn't going to be a dressage rider right. for a living, you would go from the trot that Mother Nature gave them. Right. You can go from Mother Nature's walk to Mother Nature's trot pretty mm-hmm. well. Sure. Then you can go from Mother Nature's trot to, hello, we're trotting home on the trail. Right. We're really moving along here yeah. in a relaxed fashion. My sure. head's not going in the, in the sky like a giraffe. Yep. Yep. So he's still balanced. He's carrying yep. himself in that normal frame. Yep. And then you can say, ho-ho, a little bit back to Mother sure. Nature's trot. Yep. But again, you're going to be recognizing it as a good quality because the mm-hmm. horse will continue to carry himself in that 
normal frame. The head right. and neck don't go flying up or going down to the ground. Absolutely. And he doesn't start tripping over his own toes. Right. So that's an exercise that you can apply to any, to any horse. Any horse. Right. To, to, Absolutely. To do those transitions within a gate. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. that's, that's a really handy thing to do for, for example, for Beaker and I. Yeah. We don't compete anymore. I don't compete anymore. He never did. Sure. Um, very, very handy to send him forward yep. in his trot and go, yep. haul an ass here, yep. dude. Excuse go. us. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Okay, now slow down a little bit. And that's sure. a very difficult transition for him, by the way, because he doesn't have a slow down. Right. He wants to go. No, he has a stop. Oh, he has a stop. Yes. Every gate, <laughs> every gate is walk stop, trot stop, canter stop, run stop. Yeah. He's yeah. got brakes like you wouldn't believe. And it's been a real struggle. I've had him for more than a year to get sure. him to go from yeah. canter to trot. Right. He couldn't do it. He went from right. canter to stop. To stop. Yeah, and that's that's normal. I mean, that's normal because you know, his he's back changed. wasn't relaxed. Yeah, he there wasn't was, able to do it. He wasn't yeah. able to do it. So mm-hmm. a downward transition, whether within a gate, mm-hmm. forward gate yep. to slightly slower gate, yep. or between gates, mm-hmm. if you don't have that relaxed, normal shape for your horse. If your horse right. is naturally high-necked, yep. maybe he's a, a saddle-bred type breed or a mm-hmm. Frisian type breed, mm-hmm. his normal relaxed carriage is going to be different than right. Thunder the Thoroughbred. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have to be cognizant of what's normal and comfortable right. for your horse yeah. and ask him to, to maintain that through those transitions. Right, exactly. To help his trot. You got it. And it helps his balance and his strength and, you know, again, his ability to carry with his back muscles. Those will all do that. And if he's better at it, he's going to be more comfortable. He's not going to get sore as often, right? You got it. That's right. Because if his back's tight at the trot, no matter how long he trots, you're more likely to cause a sore back, yes? Absolutely. I just think of it, you know, like when I work out and my back gets sore. You know, sometimes, I, you know, the longer I work out, the more sore I get, the more, the less likely I am to go to the gym or be happy about going to the gym the next day. Yes. Same thing with horses. So trotting for long periods of time in a bad quality gait. Right. And this applies to walking canter as well. Absolutely. Not doing yourself any favors. No. Or your horse. No, actually negative effects. Negative effects. So... Use the lateral work, lateral moving work. left and right, right at the gate yep. to your advantage. Mm-hmm. Um, whether that's side passes if you're doing Western things or leg yields if you're doing English things. Yes. Um, again, you're going to maintain a soft, relaxed shape of your horse's body while you do that lateral work. Yes. That's going to help your trot. Mm-hmm. And then doing transitions from walk to trot, mm-hmm. canter to trot, walk to trot. Absolutely. Transitions are helping. Oh, big time. And then transitions within the trot are going to help. So that's three tips in one. Yay. (laughs) So we had three little tiplets to make up a triumvirate of tips. Exactly. Cool. Signing (laughs) off. Good luck. (laughs) Well, there you go. To listen to all of Reese's tips, just go to horsetipdaily.com and go to the experts drop down menu on the left. You can also go to the Maple Crest Farm website and see what Reese and her little gang are up to. Go to maplecrestfarmky.com. Don't forget to support our sponsors on Horse Tip Daily because they're the ones that make these podcasts possible. Today's sponsor has been equestriancollections.com. Visit them today for a world of choices delivered right to your door. Please stop by the Horse Tip Daily Facebook page and let us know what you think of the tips you hear on the show. It's also a great place to tell us about topics you'd like us to cover on the show. You can subscribe to all of the great shows on the Horse Radio Network through iTunes or Zune and get your horse podcasts automatically downloaded to your iPod, Zune, or MP3 player. I'll be back again tomorrow with another new expert and a different horse tip. 
Until then, go ride your horse. The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily. Thank you.